Welcome to Episode 3 of the Prepping Positively Podcast. I'm Annie Llewellyn, and today I'm going to teach you how to create an emergency kit for short-term emergencies. Here we go. Hello again, and thanks for joining me this week. Let me ask you a question. Do you have an emergency kit available for short-term emergencies? By short-term, I'm referring to those quick inconveniences that happen. Events like power outages from severe weather or any conditions that may cause you to be without water or power for a few days. Or maybe those times that you have to evacuate your home due to flooding, the threat of fire, or again, hurricanes. In those circumstances that I just mentioned, you need to have something you can easily pick up, throw in the car, and go. That something is a short-term emergency kit. Now, if you have one, then kudos to you. You're pretty prepared. If you don't, pay attention because I'm going to teach you how to create a simple emergency kit that meets the needs of you and your family. So what goes in an emergency kit? Well, before I tell you what to put in your kit, you need to think about a few things first. How many people are in your home? Is it just you? or you and a significant other, or do you have children, or maybe an elderly parent you take care of too? The number of people and the needs of all those people will determine how big and how much stuff you need to pack. So let's start with the things every person will need, regardless of their age or their condition. Now these are the basics. For each person, I would consider supplies for three to four days. These might include a towel or a washcloth, a toothbrush and toothpaste, deodorant, a hairbrush or comb, one gallon of water per day per person, a blanket and a pillow, two to three changes of clothes, a roll of toilet paper, and a jacket if it's needed. Now these are all items that each person can pack into a small bag or like a backpack and they can actually carry those by themselves. As far as the rest of the supplies you will need, there are items you want to take that are packed into a large tote, for example, and these can be shared by everybody. These may include things like a pot, a spoon and a spatula, eating utensils, matches or a lighter, non-perishable food, which we'll talk about in a bit, a tarp, a can opener, a first aid kit, cash and any needed paperwork, paper plates, and paper towels. Now, one last consideration is any special needs that someone may have. Now, examples of special needs could be things like medicine or prescriptions one might be taken or diapers, baby food, pacifiers, and so forth for babies. Now, these should be added to the person's individual bag or in a special container. Now, let me address a few things before we talk about non-perishable food. You might want to consider a cooler and ice for things like bottles of formula or breast milk for babies or for keeping any maybe refrigerated medicines cold. You could also take some easy-to-eat foods in a cooler, such as lunch meat or juice, for example. You also might need to consider your pets. Remember, if you have to leave, they do too. So don't forget to pack them a bag with food, water, water bowls and dishes, any medicine they may be taking, and maybe a toy to keep them occupied. I pack an extra blanket for my dogs. You never know what they may need, right? Okay, so let's discuss that non-perishable food we talked about. Because you never know if where you're going is going to have food available, it's always smart to pack food just in case. 
Now, I don't mean to fill the car like you want grocery shopping, but things like canned fruit, tuna, pudding cups, they're quick, they're filling foods, and they don't require any heating. Peanut butter and bread or crackers is a good choice. You know, crackers are always an easy snack. Try to bring food that's easy to consume and doesn't have to be refrigerated or at least has nutritious value. My fiance and I both have a backpack packed at all times. They sit in our closet. If we have to get out quick, we can just grab them and throw them in the car. They stay packed at all times. We have a cooler on hand and ice packs that are already in the freezer and ready for us to grab and go. We also use two milk crates for non-perishable food. I keep these filled with tuna, beef jerky, pudding cups, chips, lemonade mix, instant coffee, maybe some baggies of sugar, and some other foods that we can consume quickly and easily without heating. Periodically, I go through the contents of the milk crates and I use up what's going to go out of date and then I just replace those items as we remove them. Now, I have a small SUV, so in the back, we always have two blankets, two pillows, two towels, and we always have a large tarp that's tucked under the seat or in the storage net in the back. In our laundry room, we have a large tote that's filled with anything else we could need. We add the contents of those milk crates to the tote so we can put in the ice packs and the empty fridge and any cold items we want into the cooler. Being prepared like this means that if an emergency happens, like the frequent yearly evacuations for hurricanes we go through, we can just grab our milk crates, empty them into the tote, snatch up our backpacks, our metal waterproof box of papers, our dogs, some dog food, and we're off. Oh, and a case of two of water too. In about 15 minutes, we can be in the car and on the way out of Dodge. And we have peace of mind knowing that we have everything we need ahead of time. So does this make it easier or give you a better idea of how to prepare an emergency kit for a short-term emergency? Don't worry if you think you may have missed something. If you go to my website at roadtoreliance.com forward slash podcast, scroll down to episode two, you'll find a printable cheat sheet that lists everything I talked about today. You can download that list and print it out. And then as you make your own kit, you can check off the things you've completed. There's also some space on there to add your own things. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email me. You'll find the email on that same page at the top. I'll try and help as best I can. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you found this information helpful. If you did, make sure you follow me so you don't miss a single episode and feel free to give me a rating. That way others can find me too. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive. You can do it. I believe in you.